Time once again for a soundbite edition of Right at the Fork, Portland's food scene podcast with your host, uh, Chris Angeles, as well as me, Court Johnson. And uh, it's a it's a returning guest for the uh, soundbite this week. Well, not only that, it's this is Portland's food scene podcast. But for the week and the month, we're going to we're going to cover Seattle. Right. Seattle's food scene podcast. It's, it's only three hours away. Yeah, we love Seattle. I think it's great. I Ever since I moved out here, I have loved that the closest big city is Seattle, Seattle right. and it's an easy drive. Yeah. It's really, it's really been a treat. Uh, you know, I enjoyed New York for years. Mm-hmm. But We've got family cool. up there. And so for probably the first two years we were here every month, at least every two weeks we were up in Seattle. Well, there is not a, uh, there's not a, a month that goes by that I don't get asked for Seattle suggestions yeah. or I don't see other people asking nowadays on Facebook, you got that recommendation thing. Yeah, so people like, are asking all the time for right. Seattle recommendations. Mm-hmm. We just had, uh, a, and we had the uh, the honor and the privilege of having Ethan Stoll on our podcast last month, um, and we wanted to have the opportunity to ask Ethan some of the hidden gems in Seattle, not the places you see on the eater list that everybody knows about. Right. Um, you know, there are a lot of great restaurants up there, but some of the places that uh, a guy like Ethan, who owns 15 restaurants and is a Seattleite for his entire life, mm-hmm. and is very well connected in the food world, would recommend, and I've always been all about that. That's why I started Portland Food Adventures. It's been about what sh- where chefs want to send you. Right. So no one better to recommend some cool places in Seattle than Ethan Stoll. Ethan, thank you so much for being with us again. No sweat. No sweat. Thanks for having me. Ah, awesome. Our pleasure. It's really fun. So uh, so you got a few favorites. Um Let's. Yeah, I, I don't know how you how to categorize them. Places that have been there forever, some new spots, whatever. I just want people to have experiences that they normally wouldn't have by listening to this. There's, uh, you know, I kind of I kind of shop in in, in restaurants, kind of like a, uh, for specific things, right? So I'm not a person that says I want the menu to change all the time, so I have variety at this restaurant. I want to go back and have the things that I've been going to there for. I can get variety of my own with uh, with you know with, with multiple different restaurants. So, you know, for me, you know, it's like, you know, a good restaurant, you know, it's like I look forward to, you know, specific things, right? So, for example, like I like to go to Cafe Campagna in the wintertime and get their cassoulet. You know, I think that's the, like, I think that's the best cassoulet in, in you know, in Seattle uh, by far. And I think it's delicious. And I love going there, getting a bottle of Beaujolais and uh, having a cassoulet, you know. But the same thing, you know, I like going to... Uh, like something like monsoon for dim sum and you know maybe get a bottle of gruner maybe not you know they used to do these uh, green apple mimosas that were like um, unbelievably good uh so i'm i'm, de- I'm definitely i'm definitely a, a customer that, that shops for specific stuff you know when i go to a place you know i mean some other little, little hidden gems we like to go to there's a thai restaurant called pestle rock that's down in ballard that we love um um their food is just um, is amazingly delicious uh what was that know, called again i'm sorry i didn't get that Pestle Rock. Pestle Rock. Okay. Yep. And uh, there's also what's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, and also you know, like up, you know, some of the restaurants we have, like up on Queen Anne, there's a place called uh, Mezcaleria, which you know, I mean, you go get go get you know, awesome uh, mezcal margaritas. 
and you know just some really great Mexican food. You know, it's so good. You know, and I love their pozole there. Oh, that so sounds you great! How, you can kind of see how how I how I shop, right? You know how I how I go out to eat. You know, I go out for specific dishes in places. Yeah, but you know, that so sounds fantastic. With but, all the mezcal going on down here in Portland that I've heard about, I've never heard. No one's done. No one's made it all about that. Cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a cool spot. You know, and you know, the bartender's been there for a long time. She's awesome. She's super nice. Um, where else do I go? You know, so like sushi spots, right? So I'm a believer. There's a couple different kinds of sushi, right? Mm-hmm. There's like your omakase only type places. Who like you know up here is like you know the most high end one is Kisaku. I'm oh, sorry, the, you know, the, the most high-end one is Kashiba, and, and, and then there's a, another one called Kisaku. Uh, those are a couple that I really love. Um, you know, Do but people also, know you know, about things. those? I've never heard of those. So they're well-known. I mean, they're well-known enough for you to say that people love them, but I haven't heard of them. Where are they? Well, uh, Kisaku is over by my house. Well, I live over at Green Lake. Uh, it's right across the street from one of our restaurants called MKT, mm-hmm. uh, and they're just super nice people. You sit at the counter, you know, you, you know, you're going to get to a little bit more weird stuff there. Um, you know, like I went there on Friday, and I had uh, squid cooked in squid liver sauce. You know, and it's definitely a very intense dish. Um, but you know, and, and then you know, the, I mean, it's, but it's still casual, right? It's still a casual place. Right, so you're going to uh, go back for the squid and the squid liver sauce, or you got some? Is that would you go back for something else? Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't think he, I, I've never I've been there, you know, a couple dozen times, and I've never had that dish before. So, I, I mean, I, it's really up to him. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I don't I just, know if I'll get. I don't know if I'll ever get it again. I just meant if that was one of your things that you go back specifically for. That's all. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, for, you know, sushi joints. I mean, I'm usually like you know omakase. You know, I've done the omakase experience from from specific people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, then, and the other one is uh, uh, Kashiba, which is Shiro's place up here. It's his new place. It's down the Pike Place Market. You know, Shiro, uh, is, his name's Shiro Kashiba, so he named it after his last name. Hey, he's just a legend in the in the in the, in the restaurant scene uh, up here in Seattle. He's been he's been cutting fish up here for I don't know, 30, 40 years, and he's you know it's the most fine dining. Um, um, sushi place in town, Japanese food uh, place in town. What are you and gonna, it's right at the Pike Place Market. What are you going to get out of there amazing. for two people? How much is that going to cost for two people? Up there? Uh, for omakase? Yeah. 400 bucks. Okay. You know, 400 bucks, maybe 350 depending on how much you drink, I suppose. Right. But well, that's definitely your most high-end one. You know, you're getting multiple Toro, you're getting... You know, you're getting uni, you're getting gooey duck, you're getting abalone, you're getting all the stuff, you know. I mean, so it's it's a very traditional sushi, um, and, and that one's actually, you know, I mean, it's definitely more of the, the, more of the fine dining date night spot, you know, cool. what it is. Good to know about. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and then other spots, man, you know, I don't know, man, I just, each neighborhood you have your little things that you, you go to, you know, whether it's whether it's a bowl of pho, pho cyclo. Uh, which they have multiple locations of, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I do that quite a bit in the wintertime. Have you know, have a bowl of pho for lunch. You know, I usually try to sneak off and 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 have lunch be my time because I'm always with other people the rest of the time. So lunch is kind of my my favorite meal of the day. Um, I don't always get to have a full on, full on sit down lunch where I can just have you know a half hour to myself. But you know, pho cyclo is definitely one of the places I go to quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what about pizza up there? If people are in the uh, looking for pizza, other and I've been to Barcado, fantastic pizza. Uh, Barcado is, I think, delicious pizza for sure. You know, I mean, I'm 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 a believer that for pizza, right, so I mean, I've got a little bit of a I've got a little bit of a of a dairy aversion. Um, you know, it messes my stomach. 
So I don't I don't eat pizza a ton, but if I do, it's either it's either either it's either Barcoto Rione Thirteen, which is our restaurant as well, or Ballet Pizza Company. Okay, so those are... and, I, and I and and I love pizza. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. It's it, it kills me that the older you get, you know, the less dairy, uh, you know, my you know my my body can handle. Right, but that's when you start making the white clam pizzas with no cheese on it, just uh, a little garlic and oil clams, yeah. right? They can, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's easy enough to avoid. Um, and you had what about breakfast up there? Any great breakfast spots? Uh, that you would spot. recommend? I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge breakfast guy. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I mean, I will say that uh, that uh, my favorite breakfast is, is if I'm going out is dim sum. You know, so I'm either going down to the ID or um, or going to some place like Monsoon and having dim sum, dim sum. Mm-hmm. or else I'm just going in for kind of a late breakfast. I mean, oftentimes we, you know, in the wintertime on a, on a Sunday, Angela, my wife, and I will go into, you know, in the, in the wintertime, uh, we'll go to Cafe Campania and get the cassoulet for, and have that be kind of our late morning breakfast type brunch. But also at the Four Seasons, you know, the Four Seasons there. You know, we do that before games. It's awesome. You know, um, uh, that's a great. That's, that's actually a great breakfast. Right. Really, is because you have a you have a you have a you have a, a buffet uh, option where you can go. You go through the whole buffet and you get to choose an entree as well. So that's, that, the, that's going to be a culture shock though for Portlanders who are used to the less expensive <laughs> yeah. breast, breakfast or brunch. Um, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, but how about one? How about some for like court? If he's coming up with his family. Uh, any family-friendly places up in Seattle? No. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, where, where, where? Your question is where are you staying? We we typically we're kind of all over. I've got the, my family's in North Seattle, up towards Everett and all that stuff. But we always come into the downtown area and we we just kind of go everywhere. I'm sure if he had a good recommendation, think, he'd go wherever you tell him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna go, I mean, I'd come down on a Sunday if you're gonna be up on a weekend. You know, because the Ballard Farmers Market's great. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome farmers market. Um, and then there's a bunch of spots either down there. You can go to like Bastille, which is which is right on the farmers market, or you can go to like the Dish, which is kind of an egg place over on uh, Leary Way, which is just like five minutes away. Or if you want the best croissants you've ever had, you can go to Basilou. Basilou is right in it's five minutes away from uh, from the Ballard Farmers Market, walking. So it's on 24th and I think 65th. Mm. No, 24th and 60th. Uh, in Ballard and Basilou is I'm not joking. It's the best croissant you'll ever have in your entire life, and I'll bet. Anything you want on it. I'm glad you said that because you told me that I don't know three or four years ago, and I went, and you were, you were right. It was delicious. The line was a little long. I had to wait for that. Um, but Good stuff uh, you got to wait for. Yeah, but and you're not you're not enjoying it as much anymore. So so you got to get your pleasure out of recommending it and talking about it. I would imagine. Yeah, no, I, I still I still get my base of Lou on. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some things you just can't give up. So other you know, than, there's also there's also a great bakery right next door called Tallgrass. Tallgrass? So yeah, Tallgrass right next door. You can go get a cinnamon roll or something like that or just get a couple of baguettes. Um, you know, I, I definitely think they're, uh, they're, they're pumpernickel. The cherry, you know, the, you know, the, you know the, the cherry pumpernickel bread they have is awesome. Uh, the hominy bread is great. Uh, and their baguettes are delicious as well. So. And so you're, we're, you're up there looking for a romance, a really cool cocktail situation. Nice cocktail bar. Uh, I mean, Cannon obviously is a great. Um, uh, Zigzag is a great option. Um, there is a place called Foreign National that opened up. It's right next door to a restaurant called uh, I'm drawing a blank and I'm losing it. Um, but uh, the Foreign National is up at Capitol Hill. Uh, they're no, stateside. Sorry, 
I've been there a bunch of times, and those guys are great. And you should definitely go check that place out too. But they've got a cocktail bar right next to Stateside called uh, Foreign National, which is really really good. Foreign National. That sounds like the uh, the National that we ran into in Barcelona, which was really cool. Did you go? You just went recently went to Barcelona. Did you find the National? I did not go to the National, but we were in uh, Barcelona and southern Spain and Italy uh, in September. Yeah, so this a few months ago. How long did you spend? Uh, almost three weeks, actually. It was oh, pretty great. Wow. That's a good amount of time. You know, we were doing trips there. I, I had mentioned when you asked me where to go to come down to uh, Atala or Chesa, uh, we have a wonderful Barcelonan Catalan chef here named Jose Chesa. So we go over there and we take a dozen people or so and go eat our way through Spain. It's pretty cool. That sounds great. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice destination. Well, I realize asking you just general recommendations is a different thing in Seattle because it's way more spread out. Um, not that we don't have our neighborhoods here, but it's it's quicker to get from one neighborhood here to another neighborhood in uh, than it is in Seattle. So, um, uh, also, oh, Safeco Field. Since you do some, um, you consult with them and yep. uh, have a lot to do with the food in there. What's awesome at Safeco Field this year coming up? Uh, this year, well, we're putting a we're putting a Ballard Pizza Company in the stadium, uh, and there's a couple of things we're doing. Like we, we don't, they don't have. Um, we're just in the in the ending process of uh, wrapping up some contracts, uh, so I can't say specifically. But it, it, uh, the pen is going to be pretty sweet next year, and, and that's the you know that's the that's the area out in center field. But it looks to me, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to say that they're that, you know that they're coming in, but we're bringing in a few people from the outside. Um, and it should be pretty sweet. Cool. So, well, it's definitely something to come look at. Yeah, here down at um, at Moda Center, they brought in a lot of food carts, um, people to to serve food there. Food carts and some of the smaller businesses. Do you have what's the what's the food truck scene in Portland? Uh, did you? I mean, not in Portland, in Seattle. Do you do you partake? We don't have a food truck. Um, it's pretty good though. I mean, it's it's certainly nothing like Portland. Um, um, but it's pretty good, you know, down in South Lake Union with all the Amazon employees, there's, 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 you know, the, the city's definitely put out areas where food trucks can park and, 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 and open up their shop. Uh, I would say it's not, certainly not as strong as Portland, but it's, it's doing pretty well. Do you get out uh, there and enjoy them at all? Or is it just not, you don't have time for that? I tend, I mean, I, it's not that I don't have time. It's not that it's, it's uh, uh, I just, you know, I have enough going on in the day where I, if I'm going to sit, if I'm going to have lunch somewhere that's not on the that's not on the run, right. I'm going to sit down in the spot. You right. know? Yeah, no. But I if I had, also, I don't have a desk job at all. You know, like it's, you know, for me, like computers and like being on the internet is really challenging because I don't have a, I don't have an office because I'm going from location, location, location all day long. How many restaurants do you hit? Do you hit? You try to hit every restaurant. How often? Oh, a couple times a week for sure. And do you, you know? Do you and Angela go out and eat to experience uh, experience your restaurants? Yeah, I mean we do a, we we do a good mix of uh, taking our kids into our restaurants and uh, trying to go out and check out the new restaurants around town. And yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, it's like it's food. Food's a hobby. Food's fun. Yeah, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see what other people are doing, and it's good to support friends. And it's good to go back and get those those items that you've always loved. You know. So, the nice thing about food, man, everybody's got to eat. 
Yeah, no, and it's the nice thing about the Northwest, because it's not, I, I know it was one of the unique things I saw about this city that I loved was chefs recommending other places. That didn't happen that often in the Northeast, where I came from. So oh, yeah. well, it, it's really cool. I that mean, we're, de- we're definitely, we're, I mean, at least on our side, you know, we definitely want to have the restaurant industry be kind of more um, camaraderie than competition. You know, that's, that's my goal. I mean, I think we all do so much better when we're all working together. And we're all trying to promote each other. It makes us. It makes us. It makes everybody look much better. It actually moves. It moves the needle uh, uh, on the cover counts for sure. When you're talking uh, positively about other people, all right? Well, you know. that's that's why we're so glad you just participated in the, in this venture to help uh, promote some of the best of what's going on in Seattle from your viewpoint. Uh, completely appreciate it. You are at, we can find your restaurants, 15 of them at ethanstollrestaurants.com. Do you know, your, what are the Instagram and, uh, Facebook, ha- uh, the Instagram and Twitter handles for those? Do you know? Uh, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> All 15 Twitter. in alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah. Twitter's ESR Seattle. Right. Uh, and I think the Instagram is Ethan Stoll. I'm sure there's an Ethan Stoll restaurants one. Right. Um, we're at ESR Seattle for Twitter. Uh, I use my, only my Facebook page, and it's Ethan Stoll. So um, one of the one of you've always been so gracious to me. One of the nicest guys you can meet. I really appreciate it with how busy you are and how you've always taken the time to. Uh, we went on a nice little go round a few years ago, jumping around yeah. Seattle. I really, really appreciated that you had uh, you had not met me before, but treated me like. Uh, like I was uh, royalty up in Seattle, so I really appreciate it, and I'd like to return the favor. So when you come down, yeah, all right, we'll fi- we'll figure out how to get the kids on my lap, and maybe I can watch the kids <laughs> so you and Angela can go out together. That wouldn't be that would be okay. You can trust yeah, me well, with kids; I've had them. All right, well, I know you have, you know, but we'll. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this time I'm going down to hang out my brother, so Angela's not coming this time. Oh, okay, all right. Well, make another trip, or even if Angela's not coming, let's let me know. Thanks right, so much. You know. Thank you so much, Ethan. Appreciate it. And was wet, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. Thanks so much. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Portland Food Adventures. Did you know you can eat and drink your way through Europe with chefs like Italo's Jose Chesa and Lardo's Rick Giancarelli? Join Right at the Fork host Chris Angeles and his great chef friends for these trips of a lifetime to Barcelona and Tuscany in September and October. Get to PortlandFoodAdventures.com, click on the blog tab to see pricing and itineraries, or call Chris for more info while there's still room. Leanne Bach of Living Room Realty. Leanne Bach's years of experience can help you buy or sell in any cycle, including Portland's hot market right now. Work with someone who's in step with the Portland food world, just as you are, and gives back to her community. Just head to LivingRoomRE.com. And search for Leanne Bach or find a link to Leanne's contact info and listings on rightatthefork.com. Zoopans, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zoopans and be inspired for your next meal. Food loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zoopans is the place to find the very best Northwest bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zoopans Market. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. 
Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Free.